Information is for illustrative purposes only and do not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Paul Durso and Charles Bowers, Jr. are investment advisor representatives of Insight Folios. Retirement is coming up fast. Will you have the income for the life you're dreaming of? Will you be traveling or flipping channels? Will you be helping the kids and grandkids or asking them for help? If you've worked, saved, and done without, but you still don't know if you'll make it, then welcome to Simply Financial, where you'll learn to invest like a pro so you can move forward with confidence. This is Simply Financial with Paul Durso, your first step to financial clarity. Now, here's Paul. This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso, where we're all about taking your first step to financial clarity. I'm your host, Paul, here with my amazing co-host, Charlie Bowers. Stop it. No, I'm not going to stop it. And uh, are you... are are life insurance companies committing elder abuse? Most people buy insurance from a friendly agent at a specific time and for a specific purpose, but did you know that 90% of all policies lapse before maturity? Or that when you don't need a policy any longer, you could sell it for cash? Chances are you have no idea the hidden cash value of your policy or that you are paying more than you should for the policy you have. Today, David Kotler, the life insurance doctor, is here to reveal these and other best-kept secrets that the insurance companies don't want you to know. He can explain what you need to ask to figure out exactly what your policy is worth. So if you know somebody that wants to learn the secrets about life insurance, call them. Tell them to tune in to Simply Financial because we're about to fill you in. All right. And before we get started, Paul, I... I had a thought the other day, and I don't know why. I'm, my, my son, Chuck, is 30 years old now, which life has gone by so fast. But I was thinking about him when he was about four. So my wife, Lori, and, and me, and, and Chuck, and Grandma and Grandpa, that's Lori's parents, were at the Cracker Barrel together. And, you know, Cracker Barrel's got a racket. They have all that stuff. Just up, They make you wait in yeah. line, or not in line, but wait in the store to get seated and, and Chuck was looking at some stuff, and he found some toy he really wanted. Mama, can I have this? Daddy, can I have this? No, no. And he was very persistent. We probably talked to him or went through that question eight or ten times. And finally, Lori and I were standing together. He, he, we finally got together so that he couldn't say, well, Mama said, Daddy, you know, you could have it or whatever. So we're standing together looking at him. And he, he looked at us both. One didn't look at Lori, looked at me, and then he says, I'm asking the wrong people, aren't I? <laughs> and so, and we kind of shook our head. Yeah, you're asking the wrong people. And we didn't think another thing about it until five minutes later, Chuck's riding on Grandpa's shoulders, and he's got this toy that he wanted so badly. He's and a that, smart guy. And they're just coming over here smiling as big as they can. So he, he was just asking the wrong people. And it's so funny you say that because my kids do the exact same thing. I'm an 8-year-old, a 10-year-old, 12-year-old, as you know. And every single time they'll come up to me thinking, hey, dad's going to say yes, or, you know, I'm going to get what I want from mm -hmm. dad. And they'll walk up to me, and, you know, on any given day, and I'm like, hmm, no, not today, bud. And I can see the wheels spinning in their head, and then all of a sudden they just walk down the hall or wherever my wife is. I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, well, I'm going to go ask mom. You said no. She might say yes. That's right. I'm like, wait, 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 that's not how it works. We we are one answer. If I ask, if you ask me and I say no, then it's a default no by mom, right? Well, my kids didn't go to the default. They knew exactly who to ask early on in life. If it had to do with money and spending money, well, I'll go ask mom. Chances are I'm going to get this. If it has to do with personal health, oh, yeah, I'll go ask dad. Hey, dad, can I jump off the roof of the garage? Oh, sure, son. Just make sure you carry an umbrella. You know, <laughs> it's really amazing the difference is mom and dad's answers on these things. But, but enough of that. Let's go ahead and introduce our guest. David Kotler is a renowned speaker, author, financial planner, and entrepreneur. He combines his legal and business experience with a passion for philanthropy. 
And as the life insurance doctor, David creates game-changing results by using an innovative true value life insurance review process, which has generated tens of millions of dollars in cash and cash savings for clients in the last few years alone. So welcome, David. Thank you for being here with us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. So I gotta, I gotta know first off, where in the world did the life insurance doctor name come from? <laughs> that's a, that's a great story. Um, so there's there's a uh, gentleman that I met some years ago. He's a uh, a very prominent estate planning attorney in the Barrington, uh, a suburb of Chicago, and. Uh, you know, he is a, a, also a very big passion for philanthropy, and, and he's probably helped direct about $250 million away from the government into various charities of his clients. And as we got to know each other, he realized that I was a an insurance expert, a life insurance expert, and a lot of his clients have life insurance because he's an estate planning attorney, so he helped them set up the trust or uh, purchase the insurance. And one time he was talking to some clients of his, because I have a review process that I do, and, and he's the one that came up with the name. He says to the clients, he says, you know, like how you go to the doctor every couple of years and get a checkup, at least every couple of years, I hope, you need to get your life insurance checked every couple of years. And this is like the life insurance doctor, because he can check the health of your policy, but even better... If it's not doing well, he knows how to fix it. And as soon as he said that to me, I said, his name is Rodney Pierce. I said, Rodney, I love it. I said, I, I love that name. I'm going to make a website like from that. So that's where the name came and, from. And you've trademarked that name and everything. Yep. And, and so is it safe to say that maybe you're a surgeon and that you can surgically remove life insurance policies from your clients or add? Or surgically add. Attach them, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's it's a great, you know, it's, I uh, have always enjoyed trying to think outside the box. I was never really good about keeping within the lines. Mm. And uh, so, you know, when people have problems, um, and when you go to a doctor, just to use the doctor analogy, the ones that I appreciate the most are the ones that know how to connect the dots. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the, the ones that know how to bring a whole range of strategies or regimens or medication or surgery or whatever the case may be, but to try to use as natural a method as possible to try to achieve the optimum result. But what what a good doctor does also is he really understands the environment that the patient is living in. What's, What's happening in his home? What's happening in his family, his work and everything like that? And the same thing with insurance. If people buy insurance because they're, you know, their cousin or their friend or, or whoever, they needed it and they wanted it, their, their attorney said it, and you ask them at some point, well, so does the reason that you have it today match up with the reason that you bought it for? You know, there's so much that goes into life insurance, and we're going to get into a ton today. And I, and I got to know, because I set this up earlier, are life insurance companies committing elder abuse? And if so, what do you mean by elder abuse? Because that's a, that's a strong statement. So what, mm-hmm. what is a shocking that? Sta- I know it's a shocking statement. It, it really is. And, and I, I, you know, it's a very sensitive topic, and I don't, I don't want to, you know, like be a muckraker, but um, there was a big article in the Wall Street Journal recently. I don't know whether you're familiar with a lady, Leslie Schism. She's a pretty prolific writer for the Wall Street Journal as well as a bunch of other periodicals. Mm -hmm. And what it really has to do with is, you know, we in the country, and you know this very well, have been in a pretty low interest rate environment for, what, the last 10 years? Mm -hmm. And um, a large part of the insurance company's investment portfolios are invested in whether they're short-term or medium or long-term bonds, they have to have a lot of stability to the underlying investments that are the engine behind the insurance companies. Mm -hmm. And as uh, rates have remained depressed for a long time, some companies are looking at ways that they can become 
even more profitable than they already are. And one way they could do that, and it's legal, I'm saying it's moral, but it's legal, right. is they have, the, they have the ability to raise something that we call mortality costs. Mm-hmm. Yep. And mortality costs, the simple definition of that, are the costs that are associated with the risk in the policy. Uh, in other words, how many, how many thousands of dollars at risk is the insurance company? And for each thousand dollars, they charge some finite amount, which goes up every single year, which makes sense because every every year that somebody's older is one year less of their life expectancy. But what has happened is that uh, the increases that have been uh, changed in a number of different companies, Transamerica is one. Lincoln, uh, a number of other companies that have really raised rates. So where somebody that, you know, maybe was paying X dollars on their policy is now all of a sudden looking at three or four or five times X. So you're saying on existing policies, these companies are raising the rates. Without with saying age, anything. Essentially. Without saying anything. Well, well, I'm not saying, you know, they have to say something. But, you know, do, do you ever get insurance notices? Yes. Okay, um, first question, do you read them? Depends. <laughs> I know where he's going. Second question is, if you read them, do you think you'd understand them? <laughs> yeah. I can um, see why that's the case. Well, and then if you've got somebody in for a, a number of years, they might not be insurable anymore, so you don't, you're not able to get another policy. And everybody's being pulled together in yeah. these big groups. So, but Right, and that's, that's where the variety of strategies come in. Paul and Charlie is that you know like sometimes it would make sense if somebody has a expensive policy it would make more sense to um, replace it with a less expensive policy if they're insurable right that's right you know plus plus some of these new policies have a lot of benefits um, that the older policies don't like you can incorporate long-term care costs or things of that nature um, but if somebody has a policy that they really jack the rates up on and they're not insurable and they can't afford it, you know, what they're, what they're I think, attempting to do is, is forcing people to lapse their policies or they give you a whole bunch of verbiage about how you can reduce your death benefit yeah. and try to keep it going, right? All right. Well, David, we're about to go to break. And when we get back, we're going to have David Kotler talk to us a little about how to protect yourself from wasting a life insurance policy. This is Charlie Bowers. The show is Simply Financial, and this is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. What three things will you need for the retirement of your dreams? Well, first, there's income. Second, income. And third, you guessed it, income. But how are you going to get it? Will it be enough? Want to know for sure? We'll create an income plan specific to you using our proprietary Simplicitry software. Creating this plan is a $1,500 value. For the first 10 of our listeners, we're going to give away this plan absolutely free. Only 10 free plans. So call now, 855-999-PLAN. That's 855-999-7526. Get on the list now for your free Simplicitry plan. Call 855-999-PLAN. That's 855-999-7526. Hi, this is Wade Fowle, Ph.D. Professor of Retirement Income at the American College. You're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso on 1025-610-WFNZ. This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso. I'm Charlie Bowers, and we're talking with David Kotler, the life insurance doctor about, guess what, life insurance. And we just talked about how the many carriers are raising the costs of uh, insurance policies on some of the elderly. 
And let's go into something else that uh, might happen, David. Why do 90% of life policies lapse before maturity? Bigger reasons, Paul, is a lack of service and a lack of information, or rather a lack of knowledge. Just don't understand Um, how they work, you mean? Yeah, people don't understand how they work. There are a a million different variables within a policy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's crediting rates, there's interest rates, uh, that, that there's, uh, uh, you know, how much money is the money that's, that's inside the policy making, what kind of internal costs are there. There's, there's so many different variables at play that if you don't ask for the right information for the insurance carrier, you really, to get back to a medical analogy, can't know the health of the policy. Mm-hmm. And the way to do that is you, you know, really should talk to somebody that's expert on how to do this, um, and they would ask the insurance company for a number of different what we call enforced ledgers or current illustrations projecting what happens if you pay this amount or pay that amount, what happens if you pay the current amount, give me a solved number for what happens if I want it to last to age 90 or 95 or 100. And because people get behind the eight ball, and all of a sudden they realize, <laughs> like we said earlier, that they have to pay three or four or five times as much for a policy as what they thought they were. At that point, they start thinking about reducing the, the death benefit or lapsing the policy or turning it into the insurance carrier, and that's a huge waste of money. So, so, so tell me, tell me what the average person out there can do to prevent this big issue because this is a big issue wasting. You know, spending all this money on premium and the cost of this life insurance, what can the average consumer do out there in, in their terms, if you can speak to them, of exactly how they can prevent this type of tragedy? I think the best way to prevent them from lapsing is to get some expert guidance from either a local or a national expert in how to get to the bottom of the performance projections of an insurance policy. It requires asking the insurance carrier a number of different scenarios and then being able to analyze those different scenarios. Uh, I could share a story with you. One time a a client asked me to review three policies, and two of them I found actually he was overpaying by about $25,000 a year more than he needed to to have the policies last to hit his wife's age 100. But the third policy... They had raised the rates about 500% from what had been projected, and it was supposed to have been a guaranteed policy. And wow. we went through all kinds of hell, got an attorney involved, and we got the guarantees put back in place. But there's so many different ways that a policy could lapse because, basically, it's not going to have enough money in it. That's what's going to cause the lapse. So if you're just tuning in, you're listening to David Kotler. He's the life insurance doctor. And we're, we're, we're trying to figure out exactly the things that you need to do to prevent your life insurance policy from lapsing. What it boils down to is this getting a professional's opinion. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you that opportunity at no cost. If you call our office right now, 855-999-7526, What we're going to do is a life insurance review for you absolutely at no cost in order to make sure that all the things that that David Kotler is talking about to to make sure you've got working for you and that the life insurance company isn't pulling a fast one, isn't raising your rates and you don't know that they're doing that. They might have presented it to you, but it might have been in a way Mm -hmm. that was very confusing and difficult for you to understand. We will do that review, and here's, here's the deal on that. If that life insurance review happens and we can't figure it out, guess who we're going to get involved in here? That's David Kotler, the the life insurance doctor, to to ensure that all things life insurance in your life are working for your benefit and not for the company's benefit. Again, call 855-999-7526. That's If you're in a place that you can't make that phone call right now, just text the word KIT, K-I-T, to 33222. We'll get a hold of you that way. But again, that's 855-999-7526. So, David, if a policy does lapse, you, you mentioned uh, it could be uh, detrimental to the, the owner. 
But uh, what happens if a policy owner actually borrows money from this policy, from the cash value, and they allow that policy to lapse? That's a great question. That's a huge problem for the policy owner. And there's not many people that are aware of this. But if you borrow money from your policy, and that money could be borrowed either because you needed the cash for some reason at some point in time. Which happens a lot. Or even, mm-hmm. or even rather, your agent or somebody said to you, hey, you know, you got money built up in your policy. You know, just pay for it for 10 years, and then you have enough money that you'll start paying the premiums out of the cash you built up. Mm-hmm. Well, if that policy were to lapse and there's a loan on the books, What's going to happen is the insurance carrier is going to write a letter to the IRS, and they are going to state that that policy owner had a forgiveness of debt, even though those monies might have been used just to pay for the policy premiums. Mm -hmm. And the policy owner is going to get taxed at ordinary income tax rates. Oh, boy. And that's 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 one of the big selling points for insurance is is the tax-free benefit. And then to to lose that is huge. yeah, just to be fair, if you if as long as some portion of that policy that you borrowed money on lasts to maturity, by maturity that's defined as the policy, some portion of the policy death benefit is paid off, then there will be no letter from the IRS. Mm-hmm. The, the problem is a lot of times I look at situations where the loans are so big over years and years and years that it, it, it's, it's virtually, it's, you have to do some drastic surgery to, to avoid uh, the lapse with the loan in place. Now, what would you s- what would yeah. you say that insurance companies do not want their customers to know? Well, I, I don't. I really don't think they want them to know. Number one, a lot of them don't want them to, to get involved with life settlements. They have all kinds of bad verbiage. Life settlement being the sale of a policy to a third party because the insurance carriers are enjoying a huge lapse ratio. Mm. And there's a reason why if you go to New York or Boston or San Francisco or Chicago and you look at the biggest buildings in those cities, they're insurance Insurance companies, companies that's right. You know, I never really thought about they've that. They've got before. a lot of money. Oh yeah, you, you think it's banks, but it's really insurance well, companies. Well, no, no, I that understand that, but I never really thought about, you know, buying the life insurance or selling the life insurance as a concern to the life insurance company because that that'll ensure it never lapses. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's exactly. You're going to reduce the lapse ratio. Yeah. And sometimes people get worried, oh, gee, will the insurance companies go out of business then? You know, the amount of lapses is so huge, and the amount of settlements today is so minute compared to the whole picture. And and I don't know why, because there's just a general lack of education, and there's, you know, there's not a lot of cooperation from the insurance carriers. They don't like the settlements because, again, they know those policies won't lapse, but yet you look over in England, and it's mandatory in England and some of the other countries that the person that may be considering turning in a policy knows that there are other options available to them. Let's talk about that really quick, and we only have a few more minutes before the end of this segment, but what choices are there available out there for the individual that says, you know, I just don't want or need the insurance anymore how can they still get some value out of it? Because, I, I, I mean, all they're allowed to do is just let it lapse or surrender it. Are there any other options, or is there anything else they can do? Well, yeah, that, that's where, you, get, that's where you, you talk about life settlement. Is that also called uh, a viatical settlement? Yeah. Well, specifically, no. Viatical, you, you, the term originally was something that the person was going to live two years or less, mm-hmm. but that terminology is still used, and... In some states, and they still they use viatical, but the sale of the policy to a third party generally nets the seller six to eight hundred percent of the money that they would get versus turning it in. As far as how they would go about that, um, they could go to my website. They could Google life settlements. There's a number of people that advertise it. There's a, a company called Coventry, which does a lot of TV advertising. The problem with companies like Coventry is that the, the the seller is not going to get the highest and best dollar because Coventry is going to pay you the least they can because they're a one-stop shop. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you go to a legitimate broker, they are operating an auction amongst all the buyers out there to get the highest value for the seller. So we don't have a whole lot of time, actually less than about a minute. Can you 
Can you tell me how I can get a hold of you or where I can go to learn more about you? You could get a hold of me at the Life Insurance Doctor. That's lifeinsurancedr.com. My name is David Kotler, K-O-T-T-L-E-R. If you Google that, it's going to pop up. Um, or my phone is 216-857-0282. And I really, it's my pleasure to try to help whoever I can. I also do a free review because I just, I hate waste. And I like to see people have the money that they need in older ages to take care of all those things they want to take care of. Well, David, I can't thank you. And David, I can't thank you enough for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll have you back on when we talk about this more. When we get back, we're going to go over a few controversial items. This is Paul Durso here with my co-host Charlie. The show is Simply Financial with me, Paul. We're all about taking your first step to financial clarity. We'll be right back. This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with me, Balder. So, and uh, we just uh, let go David Kotler, and uh, he was on the show earlier talking about life insurance. And now we're going to get a little controversial, and we're going to talk about some investments that are very difficult to understand. That's why they're controversial, because when an investment's tough to understand, when you don't have a lot of knowledge on something, you tend to shun it and throw it away and That's say, right. well... And life insurance yeah. would certainly fall into that controversial care- category. Absolutely. So yeah. let's talk about life insurance first. Uh, we want to hit two controversial investments. We're going to talk about life insurance and annuities. Then we're going to talk about a few non-controversial investments in stocks, in ETFs, and mutual funds. Mm-hmm. All right? So let's start with life insurance. Tell me something good about life insurance. Actually, let's talk about disclaimer first. So we're fully licensed, uh, Insight Folios. uh, There's every investment out there that we pretty much can sell or offer. Now, I will tell you this. That doesn't mean as we go through these investments, life insurance, annuities, mutual funds, stocks, whatever we're going to talk about, it doesn't mean we're we're recommending them. It doesn't mean we don't like them. It doesn't mean we like them. We just want to educate you on them, knowing that when it comes to investments, we're very particular on how we use them with the individual investors out there. Very, very specific. And we may sound passionate for or against some of these as we discuss them, but that doesn't mean we're necessarily saying this is great or this is bad. It's just we want to educate folks out there. We about do what tend we're doing. to get a little animated at times, and it's really fun to do that. Yep. And I used to <clears throat> actually do teach in colleges around the area, and a lot of times I used to tell people, "Don't judge me." You, you don't think you, you may I might be given the impression that I like something or hate something. But the only reason why I'm doing that is because emotion drives knowledge a lot of times. And when you see somebody get animated and passionate about something you're like, wow, I really need to pay attention to this. Mm-hmm. And that's really the point yep. is to help you pay attention. So let's talk about life insurance. What's some good stuff about it, Charlie? Well, I, I ought to say that most of the things that uh, David Kotler was talking about had to do with a permanent type of life insurance Correct. because we were talking about cash types. values yep. and and he, he was not necessarily talking about the other type which is term and being down here in the south most of us understand term and I don't know if you want to say it's a good thing or not but you know you, you purchase something like that uh, if something happens to me there'll be some money there to take care of my wife and kids well let me let me back up really quick yeah. so there's two types of life insurance out there you've got permanent and term term insurance is super cheap and has a, a death benefit, so it's the cheapest price you can pay for a maximum death benefit. Permanent insurance tends to be a little bit more expensive for the same type, but that's because there's an investment vehicle inside of it that can do other things, pay, pay out income. There's mm-hmm. other, there, permanent insurance is a multifaceted life insurance product. Term insurance is really for one, so sorry it's, to interrupt, it, yeah, but no, I just it, want to back that's, up. There. That's good because you know it's important. And as I was saying, you know, down here, or at least the experience I've had a lot with the folks in the South, it's term insurance that they mostly understand. That's typically what's offered with uh, your employment. That there, there's a death benefit should something happen to you to help take care of your beneficiaries. Beneficiaries probably being your uh, spouse and children. Kids, yeah. And so you know, from from that aspect, it's great. 
that uh, there's money there to take care of my family. The bad aspect is I have to pass away. <laughs> you got to give your advantage life. of it. Yeah, yeah that, that's the thing. And you know, um, Kotler made uh, an interesting point that 90% of policies lapse. Well, with term insurance, 95% roughly of policies don't get paid. You know, they call it term because it's you only have it for a term, maybe 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And most people, thank goodness, outlive that term. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that's one of the things with term. The other type that Paul was talking about is permanent insurance. And there's a number of different uh, reasons for having a permanent insurance. Well, when it comes to permanent insurance, and this is why, in my opinion, why life insurance tends to have a really bad name and life insurance salesmen mm-hmm. tend to have a very bad name. It's because the expenses that are behind them. Insurance companies definitely make a lot of profit and they charge for that, you know, for all the different guarantees and benefits inside of life insurance. But we don't really know how much of that charge goes back into your policy versus goes into your pocket or the insurance company's pocket. And that's a that's a tough proposition. That's why I feel like life insurance is so controversial because it's like, what what is my real need for life insurance? Mm-hmm. What am I really paying? And what am I getting at the end of the day? And what are the odds are that this is going to pay out? You know, because I have a definite need to make sure my family's provided for if, heaven forbid, I predecease my mm-hmm. wife or, you know, God just takes me home. There's a need there. Well, on the other side, there's taxes. You know, we've had a lot of tax professionals and we have had a lot of people on this show that are passionate about tax rates going up Mm -hmm. and there's life insurance policies out there that you can actually institute in your portfolio to actually kick off some tax benefits behind it so there's a lot of different reasons to buy life insurance but there's also a ton of concerns on getting the wrong life insurance and i think that's where there is a lot of confusion and a lot of uh, if you want to say dislike for life insurance, and you know that that's probably okay, and and I also understand that if you come across a person that sells life insurance for a living, and that's their sole means of, of income, well, they're going to sell you a life insurance policy. Well, it's so funny because I would I would look at life insurance and actually any investment that we're going to talk about, I'd want you to visualize it like dirt. All right, dirt. dirt. <laughs> because if you throw dirt, now hang with me for a second. Don't give me those looks. Mm. If you throw dirt on this table right here, it's worthless. It can do absolutely nothing. But if you confine dirt into the place that, you know, into a pot, you can grow life with it. You put dirt in the wrong environment and it's just that, dirt. But you put dirt in the right environment with the right things, it's going to produce life. So the same thing that can be so disgusting and dirty can produce life. So that's with all investments in the right environment. When you do the right things, great things are going to happen. But you put it in the wrong environment, in the wrong hands, by the wrong person, and it's going to be just dirty and filthy and wasteful. So any investment that we're going to talk about, I want you to think about like dirt. <laughs> well, in, in But the it's right got to be in situation. its place. Yeah, it's got to be in its sense. place. So we have a couple minutes before we, we go on, um, uh, and I want to talk about annuities. But if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Charlie Bowers, Paul Durso, Uh, The show is Simply Financial, and we're talking about controversial investments. We just talked about life insurance. Now I want to talk about annuities. Do you know who sells annuities? Everybody. Life insurance companies. (laughs) So it's really coming from the same place. So maybe that makes it controversial. When it comes to to annuities, (laughs) they're probably the most missold, misrepresented investment out there. There's so many things about annuities that are so confusing, so dangerous, and can be misplaced all the time. Yeah. So what why what are some good things about annuities of why somebody would at least consider them? Well, it, it, they they can pay like a, a fixed annuity can pay a fixed rate of return. It pays 2% for 5 years or whatever the the term happens to be. It's a, it's a guaranteed contract. So you know what you're getting into in, in that type of annuity. So you just said to me fixed. So how many different types of annuities are there? We talk about fixed annuities where they're going to pay a specified return. There are variable annuities, which sounds just about like that, that there's some variable part to it, so there's, there's no real guarantee to that aspect. And then what we might call a hybrid annuity or a fixed index annuity, where not only do you have an option to get a fixed rate of return for some or a portion of your assets in there, or you can be tied to an index and uh, 
capture a, a part of whatever that index growth is. So before we go any further, w- one thing I want to do and, and share with you right now is if you have any life insurance or annuities in your portfolio today and you're either confused, you're scratching your head, you're sitting there going, I know there was a reason why I bought that, but I just can't think of it right now. Mm-hmm. Here's what you need to do. You need to take your phone. You need to text the word KIT, K-I-T to 33222, or grab your phone and dial the number 855-999-7526. That's, again, 855-999-7526. Get on the phone with us. We're going to set an appointment. We're going to do a review for that life insurance policy or multiple life insurance policies and annuities. We're going to talk about other things later in the show. It's going to be important that you fully understand why you have what you have If it's needed, is it dirt sitting in your portfolio or is it producing life and income in your portfolio? You need to know that. You know, you said needed. That made me think that, you know, the simplicity software that we use can help support or debunk or tell you, hey, that annuity that you have is not doing what you need it to do. And so if we do get folks to call in and want to come see us to go over to life insurance and or an annuity, we can create for them a simplicity report and help them understand whether that life insurance or that annuity is, in fact, uh, something that they hold in their best interest. Absolutely. So, again, one last time, 855-999-7526, 855-999-7526, or text the word KIT, K-I-T, to 33222. So, so annuities, we got a few yeah, seconds. Now what, what's the bad thing about annuities? You know, I hear on the radio quite often, safe money people. Well, Safe. Annuity, the two worst things, in my opinion, is time, the length that you have to hold an annuity, because time constraints are always a big issue with annuities, be. and expensive. Yeah. Annuities are horribly expensive, depending on the type that you buy. If you've got annuities that have mutual funds inside the variable annuities, you, you might spend a point, point and a quarter to hold the annuity, and then you have another point to a point and a half, and the funds inside the annuity just to break even, you you're see looking four at four to 6% fees build up very easily. It's horrible. It, now, I'm making that strong statement because variable annuities, in my opinion, are very tough to place inside of they a portfolio. They can be mis, re, missold. They very really easily. Wrong place. Yep. And very few times in, our, in my career, and I know yours as well, Charlie, have we found an appropriate place to put a variable annuity. There's so many other investment opportunities out there that you can place inside your investments that can do just as much yep. as a variable annuity. Yeah, and not cost as much. Absolutely. That's, That's the key. So wh- why do people, why do so many people buy them? Well, there can be, um, throwing up quotation marks, a guaranteed aspect to it where there's a rider that they say, okay, you uh, have the variable annuity and you have the opportunity to get market growth, but we're also going to guarantee X percent growth on it's not well understood by the purchaser that, you know, it's on an income side. It, it's not real money necessarily. It's, it's an income side. And it sounds like a guaranteed product, but it's not. And uh, when we get back, we're going to be talking about a few more controversial investments, and then we're going to be getting into some non-controversial investments, specifically mutual funds. This is Paul Durso. The show is Simply Financial. This is the Insight Financial Network, IFN. So what three things will you need for the retirement of your dreams? Well, first, there's income. Second, income. And third, you guessed it, income. But how will you get it? Will you have enough? Want to know for sure? We will create an income plan specific to you using our proprietary Simplicity software. Creating this plan is a $1,500 value, but for 10 of our listeners, we're going to give away this plan absolutely free. Only 10 free plans, so call now, 855-999-PLAN. That's 855-999-7526. Get on the list now for your Simplicity financial plan. Call now, 855-999-PLAN, 855-999-7526. One more time, 855-999-7526. Hi, this is Tony Tenero, Managing Chair of C12 Greater Charlotte, and you're listening to Simply Financial with Paul Durso on the Insight Financial Network. Ooga-chaka, ooga, 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 ooga
This is IFN, the Insight Financial Network. You're listening to Simply Financial with me, Paul Durso. And I tell you what, every time I hear that song, I want to start singing. I love Thank it. you for holding back. <laughs> okay, yeah. You're missing out, uh, let me tell you. I'm saying that to my wife. All right, so let's talk about some non-controversial songs. Songs? Songs. Yeah, okay. no, I meant... I meant... I mean, there's somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, non-controversial investments. See, I got that hooked on the feelings song. It's stuck in my head. It's a great song. Um, Let's talk about mutual funds. So when it comes to the average investor's portfolio out there, what's it got in it? It's got mutual funds. Why? Why are so many people comfortable with mutual funds? There's been a lot of marketing for mutual funds out there. And and some of the reasons sound really good for them. And, And, of course, it's the mutual funds paying for them. But Oh, we can diversify with a lot less money. You know, we can buy you 20 to 200 stocks mm-hmm. in your mutual fund, and it'll only cost you X amount to get in, you know, a very reasonable amount. So, And then I think with the explosion of 401Ks, that's what is typically in a 401K. It's mutual funds. So it is people unbelievable. Under, people know them and think they understand them pretty well. It is amazing to me, you know, as, as we talk to people that come into our office that aren't clients. You know, they're, they're coming in, they... They, they want to, you know, get a better introduction feel for us, Charlie and I. And they come into the office, and we look at their investments, and lo and behold, they'll have a mutual fund in there. And I'll just ask the question, well, why don't you own any stocks? And they'll inevitably say, well, stocks are risky, or they're mm-hmm. more risky than mutual funds. Yep. And it's it's I always kind of sit back in my chair, kind of scratch my head a little bit, because I don't understand that statement. Because mutual funds are nothing more, certain mutual funds are nothing more than a, a collection of stocks. Correct. So they own the same things that they say are so risky. Why? Where, what is this notion that stocks are riskier than mutual funds? Again, I think it goes back to sales. I'm going to sell you my mutual fund and tell you I've already got you diversified in 50 different stocks. If you just buy that one stock over there, that company could go belly up. Mm-hmm. And you're not really comparing apples to apples when you do that. You could actually go out and buy those same 50 stocks on your own if you wanted to. And, and, and actually, I would say 95% of the time, outperform that mutual fund. Well, the crazy thing is, you know, we, Charlie and I, as we were you know, kind of talking through these controversial, non-controversial investments, when it came to mutual funds, we were really struggling to come up with the, the reasons why people should buy them. Now, there are reasons why you buy them. But it's not necessarily the reason why you should no. buy a mutual fund because the biggest two are potential growth mm-hmm. and professionally managed. Now, the prof- the potential growth, I don't, if you're just tuning into the show and you've never heard us before, we have had multiple shows that we've talked about the myths of growth when it comes to mutual funds and the statistics, the real statistics behind performance of mutual fund managers, and they have horribly underperformed Mm -hmm. the market. I said underperformed the market by a whopping nearly 7% a year, Mm -hmm. mutual fund managers. But that's the biggest reason why people buy them is the potential for growth. And yet they're underperforming the S&P by over 7% a year. And then you have the professional managed part, which is kind of where the growth's coming from, right? So the same two things, what appetizes people to buy mutual funds are the same two reasons why they shouldn't buy yeah. a mutual fund. That's right. And that was, that was a Dalbar study, right? Dalbar, yeah. Dalbar, yeah. That, that even professional money managers underperformed the market. Even all of them. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. The average mutual fund by, that was conducted, which was all mutual fund managers in the Dalbar study, their average was 3.66% over the last 30 years. So are you saying our pros, potential growth, and management should be moved into the con That's what category? I'm saying. Like you, <laughs> yes. Okay, so all right. I'll I don't just, see just a, whole, a whole lot of reason. Let me be very clear here. <laughs> if, if you have the ability to go buy what's inside of mutual funds, which, by the way, you do, mm-hmm. why would you go pay somebody else to do it for you? Everybody's heard of the, I don't want too many hands in the cookie jar. Well, that's your cookie jar. Your pot of gold, your nest egg is your cookie jar. And by inviting mutual fund managers to help you manage it, you're inviting several hands 
to get inside your cookie jar of nest egg income, of retirement income over the rest of your life. And why are you doing that? Why are so many people out there allowing so many people to take and rob their wealth? Mm -hmm. For what? Because there's this belief that they're going to grow. Now, I know that we should be educating you on why you should buy mutual funds. But at the end of the day, you can make your own. You can go buy bushels of stock. You can go buy bonds. You can do everything that's inside of a mutual fund on your own. So why are we, you know why? Because there's this perceived, I don't have the time. There's no education. You don't have the research. I don't know what to do. Well, that's fine. Go get a local professional. Okay. I know a really good firm, Insight Folios, right here in Valentine. Two guys, salt of the earth type of guys, Mm -hmm. Charlie Bowers, Paul Durso, really good guys. They'll help you build your own, whether you invest with them or not. I'm being a little facetious here, but let me tell you, we sit down with you and go over this. I'm going to tell you firsthand, here's what I think you should do. You can go do it on your own. I'll even teach you how to do it. It's not about us making a client. It's about us empowering you to take control of your future. But, you know, one of the, the other great things is when a, a client comes in and, and we show them with the Simplicity software, what happens if you own a mutual fund and then you have to create your, your income um, from uh, for retirement as opposed to what if you have certain types of stock and you put that in there and how that creates income for you and what it does to your plan and it's just eye-opening whether mutual funds or stocks and certain stocks uh, are, are in your best interest or not and what I want to do is invite you to, to give us a call at 855-999-7526 and uh, Set an appointment with Janet to come in, and we'll talk about mutual funds. We'll talk about stocks. We'll talk about life insurance, annuities, whatever is important to you, and create for you a simplicity plan that that is specific to your personal situation. So call 855-999-7526, or if you can't make that call now, and uh, you can pull off the side of the road and send a text. Send the word KIT, K-I-T, to 33222, and that'll get the ball rolling uh, to, to get in contact with in us. In either way, whether you call or text, the whole purpose is that we're going to do a review of controversial, non-controversial investments inside your portfolio. Life insurance, annuities, mutual funds, ETF stocks. No matter what you have, we're going to review everything and tell you if it's working for you, if it's costing you or making you money. In all situations, we're going to build that simplicity and help point you in the direction that you need to go to find a successful retirement for your future. One last thing we need to talk about before we wrap up, because mm-hmm. let's talk about ETFs, ETFs and if we can, stocks. Actually, one, one other thing I want to talk about mutual funds, because it's no secret that's, that Charlie and I are big dividend stock guys. We absolutely love to find port or to find stocks, and we're running out of time, but to find stocks mm-hmm. that pay income, because our right. clients love income. And there's this myth out there that you can go buy a mutual fund, a dividend-producing mutual fund, and get the same exact income that you can if you just bought the dividend stock yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a myth. That is a, that is a lie. That is not true. And here's why. When you buy a mutual fund and it has stocks in it, and you can hold those stocks outside of the mutual fund, and I can't even tell you how many studies there have been done. Um, they're found all over the Internet. Just Google dividend and mutual fund versus held direct in stock, and you're going to find countless studies. And what you're going to notice is that only 40% on average of the dividend goes back into your pocket. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I liken it to like a Robin Hood. So with Robin Hood, he takes from the rich and kind of disperses it to the poor. Mm-hmm. Inside a mutual fund, if a stock pays a dividend, it gets dispersed to everybody. It doesn't just go to the stockholder. And correct me if I'm wrong regarding mutual fund dividends. They're taxed that ordinary income tax rate as opposed to qualified dividends that stocks pay? Dividend inside of a mutual fund is, is taxed at ordinary. When wow. you hold the stock direct, it's it's at capital gains rates, which mm. is a mat or can be long-term capital gains rates, which is a massive difference. But we got to start wrapping up. Unfortunately, right. I could talk about this, and I know you I can too all day long. What's coming up next week? So let's see. Next week, what if I could give you a 90% increase in your investments in under a month? Well, I probably can't do that, but what if you could boost your travel budget by 90%? That sounds good. Or to look at it another way, what if you could travel in luxury for 10 cents on the dollar? 
Well, traveling in luxury for 10 cents on the dollars, how Christopher Klesch, a.k.a. Coach Chris, lives his life. How would you like to take your next golf getaway, cruise, ski trip, or other dream vacation at 10 cents on the dollar? Stand by to learn how you'll love it. That's next week on Simply Financial. Well, I tell you what, I'm really excited, excited about, about that? that. You got me at 10 cents of the, 10% of the cost. I wonder oh, how the heck he's going to do we're that. We're going to know next week, aren't we? Oh, man, that's exciting. So many thanks to uh, David Kotler for being on the show today. I really appreciate the, the knowledge and insights that you gave us in regards to life insurance. Uh, always have to, to thank producer extraordinaire Stephen Helbig, amazing, best in this business. Best in this room. Best, oh, that's what I, yeah, I, I, that's that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> and thanks to you fine folks here at the station who are giving us this form to bring financial clarity to the fine folks of the greater Charlotte market and beyond. And mostly, thank you for tuning in and telling friends about this show. It's our hope here at Simply Financial that we're bringing you useful steps towards financial clarity each and every week. Our ultimate goal, of course, is to help you retire securely. If you want to talk with us, just pick up the phone, dial 855-999-7526. Again, that's 855-999-7526. We're going to get back to you as soon as possible and do our best to make sure you have the clarity you need, the planning you need for the retirement of your dreams. Again, one last time, that's 855-999-7526. This is Paul Durso here with my co-host, Charlie. The show is Simply Financial with Paul Durso, where it's about taking your first step to financial clarity right here on Insight Financial Network, IFN.